are listening to Pet Fluff with Katie Mara, a lifestyle podcast that features various topics, current events, tips and advice, and the occasional guest that not only benefits you, but also your pet. So come and join me and take a listen as I am your host, Katie Mara. Hi guys, it's your girl, Katie Mara. Welcome to episode two. I have to say, getting over the fear from episode one is over and done with, so more episodes to come. Today we're going to talk about toxic plants for pets and how to pick the right pet for your lifestyle. But let's get into our first segment, Here's a Scooper. Here's a Scooper, where a captivating current event can spark a conversation or a feel-good story that makes your heart smile. And best of all, it's all about the animals. So Facebook always gives me the best stories about animals. In the New York Post, there is a dog that is the honorary mayor of a small Colorado town. And I think he's a Bernese Mountain Dog because I'm looking at the picture right now. Parker was unanimously voted the honorary mayor by the town of Georgetown, Colorado, February 11th. He is committed to bringing hugs, love, and cookies to the people of Georgetown. But honorary mayor isn't the only local job on Parker's resume. He is also the official mascot of the Lovelansky area and can be seen hanging out with the Denver Broncos, Colorado Rockies, and news personalities all over the country. Parker is also passionate about the Colorado's disabled community and acts as a therapy dog at the Rocky Mountain Village Easter Seals Camp. Mayor Parker has over 16,800 followers on Instagram where he shares his activities and appearances. I mean, this dog has more fucking followers than I do on my personal and professional Instagram combined. So that's insane. I am always shocked about all these articles that I pick up and read. And he's a really cute dog. I will say that. He is a Bernice Mountain dog. It goes to show you that anybody can be mayor these days. Anyway, on to our next topic, all the fluff. All the fluff, where discussions happen and information is absorbed to help aid you and your pet. I wanted to bring up this next topic. Because spring is just around the corner and we all love a bouquet of flowers or a healthy outside garden. But many flowers and plants we have grown to love can be toxic and sometimes fatal to our furry friends. Having the knowledge of which flowers and plants are toxic for our cats and dogs can instill some precautions to prevent sickness for our pets and as well what to do if you see symptoms from your pet congesting one of these plants. Let's go over some more common plants that are toxic. Lilies, and I would say most varieties of lilies, not all of them, but majority of them are toxic. Aloe, and that's the flesh of the aloe plant, like the stalks. Tulips, daffodils, azaleas, English ivy, Oleander, chrysanthemums, sago palm, or maybe it's sago palm, African violets, and autumn crocus. And these are just some. There's a whole list on the ASPCA website. The next thing is how to identify a poisoned pet. So there's a few characteristics that you would find if your pet has been poisoned. 
vomiting, diarrhea, drooling, tremors, any abdominal pain that they show, or any respiratory issues. If you suspect a poison pet, take them obviously to the nearest 24-7 hospital. In the Northern Virginia area, South Paws and Hope Center are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Unfortunately, I recently found out that the Alexandria Animal Hospital has shut down their 24-hour hospital due to understaffing. So those are the closest ones if you are in the Alexandria area. And of course, if you have any questions, you can always call the ASPCA Poison Control Center They're open 24-7, 365 days a year. And their number is 1-888-426-4435. All this information today pertains to both cats and dogs. As the weather gets better and we want to be outdoors more with our pets, I just thought this would be a great topic because a lot of these plants are indoors and outdoors, and we just want to make sure that our pets are safe. So I thought it was really important. It's not always a fun topic to talk about, but it is crucial to know that certain house plants and gardens can be susceptible to our loved ones our furry friends. So if you wanted to have any of this information that I have talked about, you can always go to my show notes. I put everything in an outlined format of today's show every episode so that you can have all the information that we talked about today so you don't have to run and get a pen and jot down everything really quickly if you're on the go. So I want to make it easy for everyone to access the information that I am relaying to everyone. It's such good information, so I want everyone to have it. Now to our next segment, Q&A time. It's Q&A time. Solve all your animal problems here. No matter how pressing or silly your question is, don't worry. I got you covered. Now, it's time to get into the nitty-gritty. Our question comes from Betty in Centerville, and she writes, I'm considering getting a dog for my new lifestyle as a retiree. The thing is, is that I've never had a dog before. I have severe allergies, and I don't want to have any flare-ups. As well as, I'm not super active, but I like to have some companionship. How do I pick the right dog to suit my lifestyle? I think this is such a great question for people who are considering getting a pet, whether it's a dog or a cat, and knowing what your lifestyle is and to have an animal that will complement your home and family. Laying out all of your options is the first step in picking the right animal. You want to know what kind of lifestyle that you lead, whether it's an active or a leisurely lifestyle. Certain breeds of dogs are very active and then others others are mellow and low-key. You'll first want to map out your lifestyle knowing how you live your life. There are plenty of people that have a high demanding work schedule and you'll need to prepare for dog walking and pet care services in the future if you also travel. If you are a sedentary person, you'd probably want a dog that's a little more low key. And if you are planning to go on hikes and trails, you probably want a more active dog. So these are all things that you would have to consider when picking a dog. If you're considering a cat, unfortunately, you can't always go by the same regulations as picking out a dog. Cats, (laughs) at the end of the day, and I'm laughing because cats are going to do whatever the fuck that they want to do. And anyone who's a cat lover 
or a cat owner will understand this 100%. So I can't tell you if you chose a cat, what would be the best fit cat for you? Because at the end of the day, the cat is going to do whatever they damn well please. I don't know. That's just the way that cats are. Now, when it comes to allergies and pets, we quickly have to dive in to the reason why people are allergic to cats and dogs in the first place. So cited from the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America, they explain that the job of immune system is to find foreign substances such as viruses and bacteria and to get rid of them. And normally this response protects us from dangerous diseases. People with pet allergies actually have an oversensitive immune system. They can react to harmless proteins in the pet's urine, saliva, or dander, in case you don't know, dander is dead skin, which results in an allergic reaction, and that's called allergens. Pet allergens can be collected on furniture and other surfaces. The allergens will not lose their strength for a long time, and sometimes the allergens may remain at high levels for several months and cling to walls, furniture, clothing, and other surfaces. And pet hair is not an allergen. It can collect dander, urine, and saliva, and it can also carry allergens like dust and pollen. Allergens can also be carried on people's clothing. It can also be suspended in the air for long periods of time just from petting or grooming an animal. And severity of symptoms can vary from person to person, from asthma to watery eyes and to coughing and sneezing. So it just depends on how severe the allergies are. Picking a cat, I know a couple of breeds off the top of my head, and that's the Rex family breeds. And those are the Rex cats. They have little to no hair whatsoever, and they kind of look like little alien cats or sphinx cats, which also have little to no hair. And those are the ones that you see in ancient Egypt. Any of those types of cats may be good for you. I'm sure there are other breeds of available. But when it comes to cat breeds, it tends to get expensive and you would have to go to a specialty breeder to get some of these breeds of hypoallergenic cats. Dogs tend to have more varieties available. Some breeds off the top of my head are, there's so many terriers, so Westies, Yorkies, and Wheatons are some terriers, Schnauzers, Labradoodles, I mean, I'm just thinking stuff off the top of my head. There's a whole list that you could just Google, but know that a lot of these breeds, especially terriers, are high energy dogs. So you also want to make sure that if you are a low key kind of person that, you know, you pick the right breed for you. So I'm not going to get super preachy, but I am a huge advocate of adopting rather than getting dogs from a breeder or a pet store. If you do get one from a breeder, just make sure that they come from a reputable breeder and do your homework when it comes to that because there are a lot of great breeders but there are some that are con artists so you just want to make sure that you go to the right person if you're set on a specific breed there are also rescue centers around the country that rescue specific breeds of dogs actually my uncle rescues golden retrievers and he's had so many <laughs> i can't keep up but you want to do your research no matter what direction you want to go in so i hope this answers your question betty and if you have a question that you would like answered, please email petfluffpodcast at gmail.com. Now it's time for my favorite segment, Feature Pet of the Week. Well, it's time for my favorite segment, which is the Feature Pet of the Episode. This is where I showcase a local DMV pet that is in need of a forever home. So let me help you find your forever pet. 
Today's pet fluff feature is Bingo from Homeward Trails. But before we get into Bingo, let's talk about Homeward Trails. They are a Virginia nonprofit organization dedicated to the rescue and rehoming of adoptable dogs and cats. Founded in 2001, Homeward Trails has rescued more than 24,000 dogs and cats. It is the 10th largest shelter in Virginia and pulls from rural shelters throughout the state as well as surrounding states. They also run a program in Puerto Rico bringing adoptable puppies and dogs to the mainland for adoption. To date, more than 600 Puerto Rican dogs have found homes in the DMV. You are also invited to visit their adoptable cats at Crumbs and Whiskers in D.C. and many of their dogs at Homeward Trails Adoption Center in Fairfax Station. They're open from 10 to 4 on the weekends. If you'd like to get involved, they're always looking for volunteers and foster homes for their animals. And of course, visit them at homewardtrails.org. I've actually been to Crumbs and Whiskers, and if you love cats, it's an awesome place to visit. So I highly suggest that if you are in a cat mood and you want to pet pet cats, go to Crumbs and Whiskers. It's in Georgetown. It's cute. It's comfortable, and you would love it. So Bingo is a six-year-old Australian Shepherd Hound mix and lives with a foster home. So in order to see him, you would have to make an appointment to meet him. Bingo is in the GoFetch program, so all of his adoption fees will be waived. He also comes with free training support from the Positive Dog Solutions, a year of kibble thanks to loyal companion Fairfax, and a welcome kit with toys and treats. Guys, this is such a cool starter kit. I've never seen anything like it. It is really enticing to want to adopt Bingo. Apparently, Bingo has written his own biography, so let's read some of it. My name is Bingo, and my foster mom says that I am a joy to be around. Well-behaved, goofy, fun, and sweet. Drum roll on this one. I am also completely house-trained. I don't know what the big deal is with that, but I've heard it's very important. I want to tell you about my awesome foster mom because she has taught me some important things about being a dog. She is a dog behavioral consultant and trainer, so if you can only imagine how wonderful that could be for me. Not only do I know lots of really cool tricks, catch is my favorite, and I'm really great at nose work, but she's also helped me relax around new people and would be more than happy to show you how to do the same. Imagine adopting a dog with all of these neat skills. You actually don't need to imagine it because I am that dog. If all of this doesn't convince you, I am a great catch. I have more to tell you. Once I get to know people, I love them with all my heart. I also love other dogs. So if you are already have a dog and want someone to keep around for extra company, I am your pup. I am lazy, loyal, and love to cuddle, and I also love to play too. My foster mom says I am absolutely the sweetest, funniest dog that has ever stayed with her. She says I'm a ton of fun and as active or lazy as she wants me to be. I make lots of old man noises when I'm tired and trying to get in a comfy position, which makes my foster mom laugh. I also like sharing my opinions. I'm quite the talker when I get excited or when I'm playing or when I want to go for a walk. 
Although I love people once I get to know them, I'm not quite as fond of kids. Kids generally mean more foot traffic coming through the house, and I can still be a bit anxious with strangers. I do much better with slow introductions. I also prefer to live in a single family home or townhouse rather than an apartment building, which tends to be more strangers and less space. If you want to read more information about bingo, you can check out our Linktree account and it'll have all his information there as well as pictures and we will do a couple of posts regarding bingo. Once again, I wanted to give a shout out to Homeward Trails. I went to their spaghetti bingo event this past Saturday and let me tell you, it was so much fun. There was plenty of spaghetti. There was lots of bingo. People were having a blast and there was like a million different treats and all the proceeds went back to the organization. And with the coronavirus outbreak that's been going on in the past several days, it was a perfect event to relax and have fun, all for a good cause. guys, we had a fantastic second podcast, if I do say so myself. Episode 3's podcast is going to be quite unconventional. We're going to have my husband Herbert on the show, and we're going to be diving into the world of Winnie the Pooh. And we had the idea of psychoanalyzing our favorite characters in Winnie the Pooh. So it'll be interesting, to say the least. It'll definitely be a more free-formed podcast, maybe some cursing, maybe some arguing. Who knows? It may be a very opinionated show, but I hope you join us for episode three. It should be really cool. If you are interested in any of the topics that I covered today, all of the links and information will be in the show notes attached to the podcast. I'm also in the process of transcribing each episode. So we'll see how that goes. I'm not very familiar with it, but you know, I'm working things out. So hopefully soon you'll have transcribed episodes. If you want to follow me, my IG page is at CRC Pet Service. If you have any questions or you have any topics that you would like to be covered, you can email me at petfluffpodcast at gmail.com. All of today's pets will be featured in our IG page link tree account. And if you're a local listener in Arlington Falls Church or McLean, Virginia, and need pet sitting services, you can check us out on crcpetservice.com or follow us at CRC Pet Service. Thank you guys so much. And I will see you next episode. Last but not least, just in case you have forgotten today, you matter, you are loved, you are worthy, and you are magical. Now there's no second chances.